the highway. We up in Marriott, just meet me in the lobby. Loud, loud smoker, I don't do the molly. Sprite and promoters ain't taking over my body. Let's go get them. It's your new favorite cross-dresser, the Aurora Fever. What's up, y'all? It's Fifty Shades of Gay. I don't even know why we got the week we put up with this fucking nigga. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite player, Lex Two O's here. Y'all already know what time it is. Y'all kicking it with you, School of Art. On the highway. Thank God somebody remembered this <laughs> Shake. All right, y'all. So if you guys haven't already, make sure you guys check out episode twenty-one. The high. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We got somebody in the um, studio with us today, and we gonna get to that. I'm talking about last week. Oh, <laughs> last week, okay. but I was really interrupted. Um, we were joined by our girl Bree Brooks. If y'all haven't already, make sure y'all check that out. We were talking about being introduced to weed and the trap and the stigmas and all that shit. Like I said, check that out. This week it's called Me Against the World. Uh, this episode is all about self-pride and dignity. And we'll get into that in a while. Um, quiz, do your thing. <laughs> all right. So, in the studio today, we have a little special guest or whatever. <laughs> I met this young fella just <laughs> dancing in the courtyard of, you know, on campus or whatever in undergrad. And he, you know, down tried out. Right, down at the schoolhouse. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I won't say I recruited, but I strongly encouraged him to try out for my dance team, and that's how we met. So, tell us who you are, where we can find you on socials, and all that stuff. Alright, what it is, what it ain't, and what it might be, it's your boy Rocky, aka Ace of Sage. You can follow me on my Instagram and Twitter at upnext underscore Sage. Please be sure to check it out. Click the links. Links got the music and everything else you need. <laughs> but tell us, tell us how to spell it, because I know you got like a three or something. Oh, yeah, it's AC3. S A G E got a little rhyme to it. Sound good. <laughs> Real extra. Because <laughs> <laughs> you ain't even have to do all of it. Oh, no, no, no. It's a purpose. It's a purpose. Mm-hmm. We gonna get to it. We gonna get to it. But all right. Today in the current events, since this we are the highway, let's talk about this drought, y'all. Because it's hitting everybody, not just where we stay. It's hitting the Carolinas hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It is coming through this motherfucker like Hugo. Okay. The whole South. South Carolina. Okay. So I was talking to one of my homegirls, one of my good, good Judies, um, Savannah. Shout out to Savannah. Um, Boys gonna follow on Twitter. Gosh, she's beautiful on Instagram. But anyways, I was talking to her today and she was telling me that she was talking to some plugs with her because she a real... She a real red chair. She from Columbia, whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> Mad But um, she was talking to some of her plug friends or whatever, and they were saying that like it's a drought because people in California are being raided by the police, and they're basically burning up, you know, people's shit. <laughs> and plugs are just scrambling to find a new distributor, find a new supplier, whatever the words are. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't give a fuck about none of that. <laughs> Girl, this is like we politics. <laughs> we gotta be into this shit. We have a highway. Uh, all as much as these niggas be talking about, they got this and all that. They so plugged in and they all that. Right. Give me, give me some motherfucking weed. Okay, don't come back here with no trash shit. My bad. No. That's all I could have get. No. Uh, what you could get? Hell. No. <laughs> and then let the nerd be like, it's some exotic. We'll take that shit back. Cause <laughs> yeah, ain't no damn exotic. Right. You ain't go to damn Madagascar. <laughs> 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 you 
you ain't gonna go to Madagascar to get it, so you don't know what it is. But I, I, I kind of agree with you when you say it was like politics, because it's just kind of like okay, now nah, they making weed. We all know that they making weed legal um, in certain areas, so it's not gonna be but so long before it's legal like everywhere. And now that you got the white man in that shit getting that money, girl, it's over for the little niggas, like. Absolutely, and that's the thing though. Capitalism is a bitch. They basically, excuse me, y'all. They basically rating these people. Of the, they're rating the people who are doing it, quote unquote, illegally, it, just for them to sell it legally and make a profit off of it. Yeah, that's just actually pretty ridiculous. And it, and I've I've heard. I'm not sure. But I heard to get your license to actually sell, like in the places that that you can actually have weed in, mm-hmm. is stupid high. Like the price just to get the license is ridiculously high. Mm-hmm. Gentrification of weed. I mean, as long is that the right term? Is that be, would that be the right term? I feel like they still play. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the weed prices in legal states? Is it like still the same, right? It's probably kind of about the same. It would probably be lower because like everybody got weed now, so it's not like where it is out here where you know technically even though we buy weed every day, that shit is very much so illegal. But mm-hmm. if it's an illegal state, I mean, it really don't matter because everybody yeah, got everybody weed. Got everybody got, everybody got it. So I mean, who the fuck gonna sit here and be like, I'm charging fifteen a G? Well, nigga, charge me fifteen a G because there's twenty other motherfuckers around here on the street that got weed. So right. yeah, I'm pretty sure it'd be lower where it's it's legal because it's common. I'm fine with them selling that shit everywhere because I can go get my weed anytime. I don't got to chase down the plugs no more. But they better wait until that shit is legal everywhere <laughs> before they start trying to bury for the weed and shit. Girl, what shit going on right now? We better be lucky they ain't burning our ass. What do you mean? Well, yeah, uh, Trump's administration, they issued out um, an immigrant bust or whatever um, everywhere for the whole United States or whatever. And. They are trying to get millions of people, illegal people, out of this motherfucker starting this week. But then they issued out another statement, pretty much just like, um, we're going to give the Democrats two weeks to try to counter and come up with some kind of agreement that works for both parties. And if not, then we're going to proceed forward with what we're doing. That's absurd. <laughs> right? It's got like, you, you see this shit, and it's just kind of like, what the fuck can I do? I feel like that's just a lesson for the next time because people want to take that shit seriously. Like, how does man even get in office? Like, because everybody just been had the same mentality. He not going right. <laughs> so now that shit's like a lesson. Like, get y'all ass out there <laughs> and vote. And this is what I asked y'all the other day because he again, motherfucker, stay on Twitter. Like, and he tweeted this week. Like, it, you know how they have like the signs. Um, with the last name or whatever for whatever every year they're running for candidacy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, his shit, his promo shit went to 2054. Yeah, like, it was like countless ones of like years and years of just him being in in office. And it's, and it was like, at the end it was just like racking up, like mm-hmm. never, never ending. And I feel like with the way shit going, that could actually potentially happen because niggas got the tendency to change rules when Rules need to be changed to hmm, benefit, benefit them. them, so to say. So, you know, that whole, you know, president only needs two turns max. That's, that was a rule from, you know, 1600s. That mm-hmm. doesn't apply now. Okay, well, why the fuck I didn't apply four years ago? All right, you about to try to be a dictator. <laughs> and I'm gone, gone. You ain't got your bag. You need to get that shit and get the fuck on through. Gone, gone. Okay. okay. 
I'm about to slide with the M. But that's scary. That's I don't want to talk about this no more. <laughs> like, like, we get a little too deep. <laughs> this is why people doing other shit, like to just escape what's really going on, because this is really some fucked up ass shit going on right here. Like, but all right, moving on to Mr. Burris. You the childish. No, that's why I say Mr. Bird because everybody, every time I say Todd Tucker, everybody's like, Who is that? Who is that? <laughs> but no, let's talk about Todd Tucker, y'all. So, Todd Tucker took his 23 year old daughter to a strip club. Again, for the people who don't know who Todd Tucker is, Todd Tucker is Candy Burris's now husband. So, he has a daughter um, before he got with Candy. I don't forgot her name um, or whatever, but she's 23 now. She, um, you know, Candy has her daughter Riley. I don't know how old Riley is now. And then they have a son together, Ace. But he took his 23-year-old daughter to the strip club, and the people are in an uproar right now, judging his parenting and his moral code. So how do y'all feel? Man, that girl grown. Oh, she's 23. Like yeah. nobody. That's like if. Say me and Lex, one of our fathers would took us to the strip club. People wouldn't think twice about that shit. Right, because well, she's like a little boy. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that shit wouldn't matter. But I mean, like every and see, that's the thing. Like everybody' parenting style ain't the same, so they try to like project what they wouldn't or wouldn't do onto other parents. You shouldn't do that. No, you wouldn't do that. Right. Don't tell me what I shouldn't shouldn't do. And like, and it's crazy because me and my mom actually talked about this today or whatever. She was saying how. Um, she watched a show called Smothers. And I was like, well, what the fuck is that about? And she was like, well, it's about mothers and daughters that are too close or whatever. And she was like, the one uh, lady, she <laughs> went with her her daughter and her friends on her daughter's 21st birthday trip to Vegas. And she was like, oh, no. <laughs> you don't ever have to worry about me being anywhere with you and your friends. Talking about I'm turning up. She's like, that's not, that's not what I do or whatever. Right. But at the same time, like, that's just not what me and you do. Some relationships are different. Some parents and daughters and kids are more so friends than, you know what I'm saying, parents. Yeah. And that works for some people. Mm-hmm. Then it's the flip side of that when y'all too cool and, and you lose that power as a parent that just really just right, make it Right, right. That's where the line come right. in at. Like, like you, can be, you can be cool with your child, but as long as you still got that harness on, hey, like, I am your parent. Right. Regardless of what we do, don't ever cross that line. And whatever y'all do... And, and how y'all function and, and fellowship with each other, that's y'all. That's that's how it is. I feel like being a, being a friend with your parent comes with a certain level of maturity. I feel so you shouldn't be, a parent shouldn't be friends with their child until like... You're an adult. Right. Right. I didn't even become friends with my mom until last year. I'm about to be 25. Y'all dope. That's right. good. Right. Not like, you know, like, I can't come to her, but just on some shit. Like, this week we were talking about me having sex. A year ago... Girl, I don't know what the sex is. <laughs> Where you can find that at? Like. Exactly. And I still on top of that shit with my mama. So I don't consider us friends. That's my mama. <laughs> okay. Period. As far as I'm concerned, I am just a little angel. <laughs> yeah. okay. Just a little church boy that you raised. Just like Rocky said, you definitely got to get a handle on that shit. Because I've seen that shit play out multiple times where yeah. it, don't go, it goes too far. Like... You done been friends so long. Like, don't try to come in here and play mom now. It's, right. it's too late. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk to you like a friend. Right, right, Treat right. you like a friend. I'm going to do what I want. Those threats, those shit don't mean anything anymore, girl. Tasha, girl. <laughs> 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 I'm 
that's a whole nother story when you start calling your mama by their first name. Because I just grew up, that was just disrespectful. You <laughs> can't play like that. Okay. Shit. I called my mama by her first name. She looked at me like I ain't said nothing. I act like I ain't, she ain't heard a oh, word. Bitch. Like, oh, bitch, look at this. What the fuck going on with this turn? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ain't never did that like nothing like that. Yeah, I would never. I ain't strong yeah. enough. Right. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't strong enough. too much. She can't even say hell without about them get my lip slap off. Hell? Can't even say lie. <laughs> 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 now she's still a storyteller. Right. Yeah. I can get away now that I'm old enough. I say like a couple of curse words, but I ain't the hard one. It'd be like hell or damn, but I'll be like talking to my siblings or something yeah. and she just happened to be in the yeah. area but fuck too far oh yeah that's too much <laughs> <laughs> that's too harsh of a word and I feel like it's always like who the fuck you talking who the fuck you talking to in my house oh <laughs> <laughs> oh mom mom <laughs> oh I was playing that's wild shit like she about to do a singing bitch greasy <laughs> So, speaking of Nicki Minaj, um, she went on Queen Radio and she blasted Miley for being a perfect <laughs> chicken. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what sparked this, this, this outrage? This, okay, so let me, all right, let me just start from the beginning. <laughs> so, y'all know Miley and Nicki Miley ain't never been like on the coolest Miley of terms. Miley was good. Right. <laughs> they ain't never been on the coolest of terms. But, um... Supposedly, Nikki, or not Nikki, but Miley went on, you know, she's getting back into music, and she just released an album, and she has a song in the album called Catitude, and she apparently says in the song, <clears throat> let me get my, my vocals together, sorry Nikki, but I listen to Cardi. Cardi always, like once Cardi came in there, it's kind of like, it kind of pushed Nikki out, I'm not, I'm not finna flex about the situation. Cardi, oh. Cardi was on her shit when she oh. first came in. Oh, Cardi just. Oh, I don't know. I I could I could listen to Cardi more than I can listen to Nicki Minaj. What? Oh, honestly, man. no, man. Honestly, bro. No, honestly, man. I. Hey, you tripping? Nah, right. Cardi ain't even got enough music to even. But still, I would I would much rather. Listen to Cardi than listen to Nikki. Cardi will be dropping some hard shit. Cardi like the female blue face bowl. I'm not about to sit here and be Uh. damn. I can't do it cause cause Nicki Minaj her phases I I wasn't with it like when she had a little weird old it's psycho called, phase it's right it's called evolution Mm-mm. she shouldn't have evol- evolved she yeah, should have stayed where she was she was the hardest exactly <laughs> that's you gotta think that's one time when she dropped while she doing this super bass shit this is also the same time that she dropped fucking monster like hello good money hello good morning oh, okay. I just came up in a little bit stuff center but the eye kill the queen the elevator same answer bop. <laughs> okay. I, I feel you though. I feel you. But, yeah, I feel like Cardi, Cardi got boosted. She got boosted more because we respected her come up. Yeah, like, I, I, she I, came I didn't understand. Up. I don't know what it is about America and like sob stories, but like we fucking love a good sob story. It ain't good sob story no. for niggas. This guy, you really got it out the mud. Like, right. We, we for us, it. it's like, and that still give us like hope. Like, damn, shit, my broke ass can probably come Wait, up I'm too. Honestly, like, it's, right. it's glorified. It's really glorified <laughs> to yeah. to come from nothing and be like, damn, you a star now? That's crazy. Right. Like, right. what, what I got to do? She took the platform that she was on and did what they were supposed to do with it. Right. It just ain't her fault. That the rest of her co-workers or co-hosts, whatever shit, they ain't had co-stars, didn't have the talent to do so or the 
didn't necessarily the team behind them to do so or whatever. Cause I, I still, I everybody still, on Love and Hip Hop be on the studio. I still, but we, we, we always going to these damn album release parties and these single release parties. <laughs> right, and right, I would be right. damn the cast at the damn party. <laughs> and right. Cardi be the only person you see do that shit, and she wasn't even really in the studio and all that shit. Like, but no. my, my thing is, I give more respect to Nicki Minaj because as a as a rapper, she writes everything she spits. I vote Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj hard. Period. Like, okay, like, just like. Hard like Cardi. I already had to take Cardi album off my damn phone. Hell yeah, cause I hated when that shit came in rotation. After I don't know that shit just became annoying after a while. I just had to get rid of it. Mm. Like that one song, I want to like that shit so bad. The one of DJ Khaled new album, Wish Wish. I want to like that shit so bad, but I just it's just something. It's just like damn, bro. You could have. I don't know though. You could have came harder, but that ain't even the point. This whole point about Miley Cyrus. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I feel like she just interjected herself into something that didn't right. need to be interjected into. Right. That was her way to get back in. Oh, God. Because honestly, <laughs> honestly her, her opinion is really irrelevant. Like, no. Once Hannah Montana fell off a Disney Channel, that, that was right. it. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and then she tried to say, like, um, I don't think, I'm, I don't know if y'all know this, but she, when she was trying to cross back over into country and she was trying to change her image, she actually said that she was, um, she hasn't listened to rap anymore because of the misogynistic lyrics and uh, da 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 da. And everybody was just up and, and up for it because, bitch, you contributed to it. Like, she told me it was part of it, made her do things she didn't want to do no girl. No, bitch, you did it. That like nigga when I said, you suck, Mike Will did. Right, like you did all that shit. Like, in the club. <laughs> Put your chains out. Okay. I couldn't even. You Purdue chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna not hear that again. In my head. <laughs> constantly playing my head. And that shit is so funny because Purdue actually fucking um tweeted out. It was like, um, sorry, Nicki Minaj, but we don't know anything about beef. Well, um, you guys, it's time for the show. <laughs> and I'm already fucked up So let's just see how this roll off Y'all boy Alright so we're gonna get into the deep shit um, In the second half Cause I really I just didn't want to get into it too early You know let a nigga mind wonder All that good shit <laughs> um, Let's just talk about pride here for a second And having too much Do you feel like having too much pride um, Ultimately blocks your blessings Must the fuck be <laughs> 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 because I know I got too much pride, so that must be what's blocking my blessings. Goddamn. <laughs> but, uh, uh, that's, I don't know. That's real. It could be. It could be. <laughs> so, what about you, Quiz? Do you think having too much pride blocks your blessings? I think it can contribute to it, but I don't think it's um, solely your pride is the reason why. Because I feel like because I feel like pride is something good to have. Mm. What about too much pride? We gonna have we gonna talk. I mean, I've, I've, you can have too much pride, but I think pride is something good to have. Like, you take pride in everything that you do. Take pride in just you. Like, I, I don't think that pride is something bad. I feel like if okay. you if you have pride, I feel like that means you value yourself and you know your worth. That's interesting that you say that. We will touch on the exact <laughs> sentence that you used in section two. I'm really excited to get to this segment. Girl, well, I'm excited <laughs> too. 
so just moving on here um what do you guys consider to be a handout because that's when it comes to having too much pride and asking for help some people don't want to accept certain things or do certain things in exchange for this because they feel like it's a handout like i can do it by myself so what do you personally consider to be a handout mm. I don't, I don't, I don't know because I, I, I personally know that you can't do in broth a lot of things. <laughs> you can't do a lot of things by yourself. Like you can do a lot by yourself, but I feel so to get to get to a certain level or a certain yeah a certain level, you're gonna need somebody. You're gonna need help. You're gonna need support. And I feel as though if if why do I have to wait? For I get to that level before I need that kind of help. I feel as though if we band together now, while we at the bottom, we can all shit fucking sort together. That's a problem by itself, though, because people don't really move in teams. Well, for South Carolina itself, people don't really move in teams. It's it's okay. I got my clique. I know you're doing the same thing I'm doing, but you ain't been with me, so I'm I'm not gonna take you nowhere. You just gotta fend for yourself. And it, it becomes dog eat dog, and then once you got a whole bunch of people just trying to topple over each other, eventually whoever make it out make it out, and they never come back. Crabs in a barrel. And I just I just asked you that last night. I said, if and when we do blow up, how many people gonna claim they've been fucking with us? Because as far as I can tell, it ain't been enough. But as soon as soon as soon as we get that first breaker, it's gonna be a whole bunch of people in our DMs, and right, I'm just be like. like that same shit happened this week. Like with them boys, that dude Zion from Spartanburg, that y'all dude from Sumter, they went number one and two in the motherfucking draft. And all you see is old Carolina pride. Carolina pride. Now fuck y'all. Y'all had that same Carolina pride. Like it's like Rocky says, I got me and mine, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, like uh, my Je- the Jetson dude from um, from Columbia. Oh Lord, Jetson made another one. Well, he just signed he a- just he just signed to Sony, and now as soon as I as soon as I saw him signing, everybody on Twitter, Carolina, Carolina, Carolina. Mm-hmm. I think that shit just, and that's why I feel like the handouts necessarily is like who you accepting it from, because just like you took this hand, this little simple handout, you down somebody like oh. Let me help you out. Right, and then you make this big break. And now all these people are like, oh, you remember this one time I did this for you? And, da, 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 and like people hold shit over your head. And I was like, nah, I'd rather work for my shit by myself and get my shit myself. Yeah, because you got to know who you're getting it from, most of all. Right. Like, if somebody's genuinely giving you the handout because they want to see you grow, that's one right. thing. But <laughs> if they looking, if they looking at you as if, okay... He gonna be my ticket out this mug. Mm. If I got it, I'll give it to him. But once he get there, I need him to give me back. That's the that's the but wrong. At move. the same time, like when you think of it like that, like that makes me think of well, what is what is an investor? See, that's that's different, right? Because like, you got investors. I don't, but I believe in you. I don't want nothing back from you. Know what I'm saying? Granted, what you do for me is what you do for me. But am I going into this expecting you to pay off, expecting it to pay off, expecting you to pay me back and make sure I'm straight? Hell no. As an investor, I believe in what you're doing and what you're trying to do, and I'm going to give you the money to do so. Not necessarily saying that I want a part of it. Maybe I just, whenever you get the chance, if you blow like that, just get my money back. Right. That's just startup money. And, like, and I feel mm-hmm. like with, with real investors, they're going to let you know, like, hey, 
if you do it and you make it, I need this percentage. Right. Like mm-hmm. they gon' they gonna tell you up front. They're not gonna be like, Yeah, bro, no, nah, I believe in you and I'm I'm gonna give you this money and you gonna you gonna make it, bro. You always gonna make so it. So basically when the conditions are clear and concise, right. 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 Exactly. Right. That's, that's the real thing. When a nigga moving shades to you, you can't even trust him. Like that's the same thing with Lonzo Ball and his little fucking his partner. That man got a fucking house in his parents' house. Like his own room in the bitch. My bad, excuse me. His own room in his parents' house. And you mean to tell me as much money as we got, as straight as you is, as much houses as you got, you still turn around and steal one point two million dollars from me? Your quote unquote family? Can't buy the hand that feeds you, bro. But that shit that shit always come back around. Oh god. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well that karma got that bitch. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that karma is just gotta bitch, be patient. Right? And that bitch hit harder too. Oh god. <laughs> So what do y'all feel like the quote-unquote handouts are hard to accept, so to say? I feel like it's a bunch of things. It's like, you don't know what everybody finna do for you. You know what I'm saying? If they're gonna want something back, if they're gonna hold it over your head. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's the fact that people do pride themselves over doing it on their own. Like, even in music, which is literally the the universal thing. Music will tell you, every artist will say at one point in time, I did it by myself, I did it by myself, I did it by myself. And then eventually they mention the team that they come with, but the lyrics that you mainly hear and pay attention to is, nah, I did it on my own. Trapping out the house on my own. I got it out the mud on my own. Like, everything is by yourself. So then it just feeds into the people like, well, shit, I can't, I can't have nobody. Everybody's starting to take it as you a distraction. If you if you around me, Over. you a distraction. Like, you does <laughs> and, and, and it could be just people just really wanting to help you, but because you got the whole thing of I want to do it by myself, I need to tune out all distraction. You start pushing away people that can actually get you to the place where you need to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. See, and go ahead, we go talk about. Okay, and I know for Ooh, me personally, you. I learned that shit from my mom growing up. Like, mom was a, basically a single parent with five kids. Like, she wasn't taking shit from nobody unless it's like maybe an uncle. And man, that's once in a while, and she definitely finna get your money back, like. because you ain't about to be talking about you. I owe you some money, right? Like, so shit. Growing up, seeing that shit, I automatically took on the same shit too. Like, shit, I don't need to take no money from nobody too. Shit. So that leads me into my next question: Do you guys struggle with asking for help? Oh God! Hell yeah! I I say the only person I won't struggle asking for well it's still a struggle because i don't ask it's like i just play i I say the scenario and in my head i'm just like maybe she might but it's not like my full-on asking because if she don't i still gonna have to deal with it for myself so like if i go to my mom's which is probably the only person i ever be like hey your nigga struggling like your baby boy is hurt (laughs) your baby boy ain't got it and and they about to come get me like you need to i need some help Like, them callers be distressed. Like, right, I'm like, cry mom. Right, that shit. And it take you forever to just work up the courage to even make that call. Like, you like, right. damn, am I really about to do this? Last option, definitely. Right. Oh, God. Especially with that, that pre-speech. Hey, how you doing? Everything at the house. Everything good? Oh, no. Nah, That's nah. fine. I'm um, skipping all that small time. Um, yeah. I'm talking about one too often. I ain't got nothing to eat in the house right now. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got nothing to eat. No, mm-mm, nah. It's well, we, it's some fries in there, but I don't. I don't feel like picking them up and, and cooking them. I got no grease. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you can't be down there with nothing to eat, man. Mm-hmm. You can't be hungry. 
best thing my mom ever did was get cash out. When she was like, yeah, I got cash out now. I was like, who? Lord. Oh, okay. You ain't got no excuse now. You got no okay. excuse. I can't make it to the bank. Oh, the bank closed. No problem. Oh, they hate doing a money order like through Walmart to Walmart. Oh, My yeah. parents they hate that shit. I was like, well, get cash out. Hell yeah, because that shit take half the money just to send that shit. Right. <laughs> See, I feel like I early early on, I didn't struggle with asking for help, and I felt that was a problem later on because I just like. Any, any convenience I had, I can call my mom, I can call my daddy, I can call my my grandparents, and because of like personal situations, y'all know I isolated all them people. <laughs> the only person I got now is my mom, and it's kind of like I've been out here like portraying that I've been getting this money, which you know what I'm saying, maybe I have a little bit mm-hmm. or whatever, but like, it's just kind of like I can't ask for help because more. More so now, it's more so like, you got like $30 deal, you know, yeah, my God, I got a little money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, no, I can't really, I can't really ask for help because I feel like I'm burdened now being the provider. I try to stay away from the whole, like how you say, like, the, the, the flaunt like, yeah, you know, I got it. I try to stay away from that only because niggas will look out for your downfall. Like, if they see that you... Always got the the latest fashion, jewelry on, always looking nice. They waiting for that one day where you just want right. to come out the house and you be bummy. Right. You ain't on your shit. That one day you ain't got the haircut and the waves ain't spinning like how they want. Or they <laughs> on that shit, bro. They yeah. on it. They on it. They can't wait for it. So I'd rather just be like, no, nah, I'm always bummy. This, this <laughs> exactly. is me. I'm always bummy. And then when I really come out, they be like, damn, bro. Like, that's, that's what's up. <laughs> I know I've been at it. Right. When I need to be seen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Good people do be trying to count your pockets. Like, right. stay out my shit. Don't right. worry about like, why. Most uh. time I be out of my work uniform, so my shoe fuck up. I'm like, right. <laughs> <laughs> and shit smell like grease and shit. I'm like, oh, she just, she work at da 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 da. Girl, don't worry about me. Right. Because once it's time to step out. <laughs> <laughs> It ain't even bad, girl. I got that online balance, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, gut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know I be looking regular. They're going to smell it every day. <laughs> Chad, who you just in 2019? Man, right. I ain't been doing shit. Like... Man, all that shit been gone. Like, <laughs> that plays a lot into what you were saying, Rocket. Like... We've been on so much, like, on this, in this, I'm about to get this money type thing. Like, I just ain't got time for extra shit to the point we've been looking broke. Like, right, exactly. I, I got a haircut, like, two weeks ago, and literally everybody, like, damn, girl, what'd you do? Like, you, you, you changed your whole style? You, I mean, damn, it hasn't really been right. that long. Like, you know, I'm still wolfing, so nigga looking at me, fool, like, damn, bitch, you got a fro. Hats and do-rags right. all day. It don't day. even matter. <laughs> I don't even care about that shit. I go to work with my ball spots. <laughs> <laughs> my manager the other day talking about some. Um, I was like, we was talking about me and another coworker was talking about hair or whatever. And I was like, y'all gonna be real shook when I come in here. My ball spot is covered up with some hair. And, then, and my manager looked at me like, you got a ball spot? And I was like, girl, don't even try to act like you ain't even seen it. <laughs> this big ass circle in my head. I look like damn George Jefferson. <laughs> Bitch, don't try to fight the phone the same me. Right. Oh, no. right. I already know right. I'm going. I'm not unaware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to act like I'm unaware. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Y'all both stupid. But you take pride in
So, how does having too much pride, how has having too much pride, pride, pride played into the relationships um, or encounters that you guys have been involved with? Hey, well, I, done, I probably done missed out on a couple blessings. I ain't even finna flex with you. Because, yeah. like, the overall thing for me was, it was like, I'm me. You know what I'm saying? I'm always going to be me and I take pride in who I am. However, in taking pride with who I am, I lost sight of the toxic shit that I can do. Okay. So, like, it was like toxic shit after toxic shit. Now, this last time I was like, alright, bro, let me just analyze myself for a minute mm-hmm. and and see see what else I can do a little bit differently. Right. And now everything Gucci, bro. I'm I'm satisfied. Yeah. <clears throat> Self reflection is always good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like when you say it like that, I'm less toxic than I was in previous days. Good grief! But I feel like my most toxic thing now is just when it comes to having too much pride. When I know I'm right about something, you can hang it up. And if you can continue to go back with me about why I ain't right, you can hang that up. Cause you're not about to talk to me to death, and I'm not about to talk to you to death by why I'm right. That's kind of, that conversation is over, oh, and I'm done talking. Okay. Like, there's no done talking for right. Then I am done talking. Period. I'm gonna say my piece, and that's what it is. You're not gonna change my piece. It's still my piece. I shared and what I'm I like, shared. Okay. <laughs> in that in that aspect, I have too much pride or whatever. So, I mean, like sometimes maybe uh, I should tone it down to be able to compromise and then other times I'm just like girl whatever I'm right and sometimes you ain't even got to compromise it's just the fact that like sometimes people just like to to know the fact that they think that you listening like even if you know damn right that you know I'm right I don't give a fuck what you talking about you just sit there with the okay I understand you know what I'm saying okay that takes pride though you gotta bite the bullet you gotta gotta be able to shy away from yourself and be like okay Mm -hmm. I'm gonna just let this go this is over like all right, I hear you, damn. I, I feel you. Like, you got to bite the bullet and, and let their pride die, mm-hmm. die down. Like, See, that's me. It don't take long for me to die down because after a couple of hours, it just takes too much energy for me. Hours! It just <laughs> takes too much energy for me to be mad. So, mm-hmm. if I'm mad, you probably about to leave or some shit. So, I can see you for a few hours. And then after a while, I'll be all right. Man, I bet you're man. I can talk to you now. We can splash this. I get so upset. I need a nap. I be like a baby. I need to go to sleep. I be getting pissed. I ain't finna play. <laughs> that shit go from zero to a hundred. Once you get me to that point, because I like overall, I'm like real cool, calm, collected. But if I step out of that calm, it's, it's no middle. Like I, I, I never knew what the middle was. I never understood it. It was either. Either I'm chill or I'm mad. Right, you go pull too far <laughs> with too much pride. Right. And eventually, I just had to be like, all right, give me about 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? You take your 30 minutes because I know you mad too. We don't talk to each other for a minute. You go on social media and shit. Talk shit if you got two to right. your friends. <laughs> in the group do your, I'm going to say, do your, do your thing. Say, say all the shit you got to say. But when you come back, we're going to talk about it. We're going to be mature about it. And then we're going to move past it because I don't, I don't never want to bring it back up. Because you keep bringing it back up, I'm going to get remad. Then we're going to have to do the process <laughs> all over again. Yeah, that shit got me to a point. We got to do that. I got to just smoke a blunt because <laughs> I need to call now. And I'm going to give you this blunt so you can call now and we can talk. Yeah, that we finna fuck. One two. <laughs> After the fact, but I still <laughs> got to calm down. Ain't no pussy about to calm me down when I'm mad. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I am upset. 
She, I get mine, girl. I'm <laughs> <laughs> get mine. You, you throwing it? She, I ain't mad no more. No, no, still ain't talking to you, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my own like little facial expressions had sound effects. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh gosh, how do you feel about not having enough pride? Could not having enough pride be mm, synonymous to insecurity or low self-esteem? Very yeah, much so. I feel like that. I am an advocate for low self-esteem. Because when I first came here, no confidence whatsoever. Even when he like first tried to give me the, the dance, I wasn't with it. Wasn't finna go out there in front of no crowd. I felt like mm-hmm. niggas already was like, nah, this nigga bummed me anyway. And I had to accept the fact that like what I do is what I do. How I judge is how I judge. It's my unique style and I made it my own. After a while, people just started to fuck with me more. So it built my confidence, you know what I'm saying? It built my pride to myself. And then it like kind of tamed that insecurity that I had. Same with my music. I always felt like everything I put out was trash. Everything. Like, whether whether people tell me that shit was good or not, I just didn't have no pride in what I was doing until I dropped Delay. And like, I just, I dropped it and I didn't look at it. And then when I came back, it was like 5,000. I'm just like, Alright, hold on. Like maybe maybe I got some talent, you know what I'm saying? It can't all be bullshit now. That if it was like a hundred something, okay, I'm some trash. But five thousand, somebody ain't lying. Like somebody out there spreading the shit. Speaking of that, we almost at ten thousand. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's real. I feel like if you ain't got no pride, yeah, you probably just do have like a low self esteem because you probably don't like believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. But I feel like what you're asking is like, is like people having pride, them overcompensating for being insecure. No, 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 no. I'm saying not having enough pride. Is a indicator of being or having low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see that, but I, I, I also feel like it's more so of a on the other on the other side as well. Like, let's take social media. Um, culture and influencer culture like i feel like a lot of these influencers are personally you know insecure i mean i know of one personally but like they feel as though they aren't what they put out like people don't really see them they just see their account and basically like in real life they are basically the shyest little Mm -hmm. like at at a party there he's the one in the corner not talking to nobody just I can relate hell that's me. <laughs> but on social media, that girl. Everybody wants to be her, everybody wants to do this, you know, but in real life it's just like girl, anybody really bothers about you you in the corner. <laughs> like <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's just really sad though, like how social media has influenced people to portray an image that they feel as though is quote unquote desirable or Capital, um, like they can capitalize off of it, like. And now they got like apps and stuff, so where you can really alter your body mm-hmm. to make it look exactly the way you want. Mm-hmm. You ain't got the Photoshop if it's going there. Right. I'm talking about three clicks, and you got a six pack with tattoos and a beard. Like, damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's too well. But all right, y'all boy, it's time for the put me on section. Um. This week, I am up first. 
Oh. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, I Love McConan, which is Mr. Gone Up on a goddamn Tuesday. He just released an EP this week. My put me on for the week is called Shoot Shoot by I Love McConan. I just listened to that album today, too. <laughs> it's alright or whatever. <laughs> alright, so my put me on, my boy K Camp is back. He just released an album. Is it on twerk? Is it on twerk bops? K-Camp ain't no twerking. It's supposed to be better play more early. <laughs> nah, mine is going to be A to Z by K-Camp. Wait, who? There is a twerk. I, I, you thinking of, um, damn, must be K-Stylus. <laughs> that probably is who I'm thinking of. <laughs> well, who is a twerk? Who is a, um, a twerk artist that used to be on The Real World? Oh, nigga, I don't know. Raw demographic. Okay. I'm not saying I ain't Anyway. <laughs> 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 like, it's, it's June, so you know, you guys, all of my put-me-ons are coming from the LGBTQIAP community. And this is a trans female trio out of Charleston, South Carolina. They na- Their name is Street Queens, and the name of the song is Bad Bitch Alert. Bad bitch alert. Bad Bad bitch alert. alert. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) That's crazy. I did not know that. Right, so y'all, I played the song for um, Miss A Sage. Mr. A Sage. I'm gay, so. (laughs) Come out as Miss. But, (laughs) anyways, I played the song for him or whatever, and he didn't even know it was trans girls. I mean, one of them, because you know what I'm saying, it's kind of like this, like, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's about, though. It's about. Right. I can definitely hear it in all the clubs. I feel like this song could go straight to Scorpio. You better kiss this yeah. man. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I feel like it would make a big spin. That shit. Oh, y'all just, y'all gonna hear it. Y'all gonna hear it. Just be ready to twerk, because y'all know I be coming with the twerk bops. Jesus, okay. bro. <laughs> oh, I gotta put on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Should I do mine? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, put on from your boy Ace of Sage. We gonna go with delay. It's it's my hardest song out there right now. It's D three L A Y. You gonna get to it on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. It's all out there. I got 
chillin', feedin' me great Zoom, 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 zoom But I ain't from a test You better catch the sad, the sad, the sad Fuck a nigga, me, cause fuckin' dick feed Dick feed He ain't fuckin' with no average Fuck a nigga and a friend, I'm a bad bitch Bad bitch alert Bad bitch alert Bad bitch alert Your body melt the circuits to a Johnny for lust and more and more. Hypnotize me, I'm all yours. If you can only see my face, proper time in the place, so I can tell you what I adore. Adore, yeah. Try to make a wish, I close my eyes, go to a place with you and I. Lighting up and we can take a drive as long as you are by my side I see the love in your eyes and hope in your smile Just be patient Alright y'all boys, so y'all know before the break that nigga Quiz was talking about later Well nigga, three minutes later, here's your later <laughs> <laughs> So let's go ahead and talk to Mr. Ace the Sage and see what's going on. Well, my first question really is, does the number three have some significance? Because I see you use it in your song Delay and I see you use it in your name. Like, is that like a... Yes, it is. Uh, Ace the Sage actually came about from my family. Uh, Looking at my family demographic and all that stuff like that. I am the first of three children... And my father, I believe, was a sage. Father was wise, didn't go to school, nothing like that. He mm-hmm. just, I just felt like my pops knew everything. Mm-hmm. So since I was the firstborn, I felt like I had to take on the title of sage. Mm-hmm. So I became the first ace of three. That's why there's a three there. And I'm a sage. Okay. Ace of sage. Okay. <laughs> That's a cute little. And it's that Garis. Sorry, you guys. You know, y'all don't normally catch me like this. Normally, <laughs> the Royal Fever. Oh, right. But y'all ain't heard me cough for like once. Well, okay. You, you do a good Royal Fever. Thank you, Royal. Okay. I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Sage, who are you and what do you do? I am a artist. I, I try to do as much as I can as far as R&B, trap, rap. I try to dabble in everything that I possibly can. I'm trying to take my name and take it from just being an artist and turning it to a business. So, with that being said, do you specialize in any other talents? Yes, I do dance. Uh, I also play piano a little bit so and drums. I, I like to be very versatile. I try to get my hands out and everything. I'm starting to draw. I want. I want to get into drawing and graphics and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. We 
actually do. Grab a killer hustle. I can see you doing that. Oh God, bro. Mm-hmm. I I wanna anything that will help me get to the point where I'm supposed to be is is what I what I strive for. So I try to base everything around what my goal is. So music is my goal. However, there are different components of music. You can mm-hmm. you can be an engineer. You can be a songwriter. You can make album covers. If I put my hand in just about everything, eventually something gonna pop. Something mm-hmm. something gonna really stretch out to somebody and be like, damn, like that's real nice. Yeah. From that one opening, it can lead to everything else just falling in line. Cause like, oh, you you also do this? Wow, let me let me hear something or or, or right. do this for me. Like you do everything. Right, that's right. Like going to a job and being bilingual. Oh, mm-hmm. you can talk to all kind of people. On oh, God, automatically get the job. Right, okay. on site. Y'all know I already put. I just put Spanish on my damn resume because <laughs> I can speak a little bit, but that to get my foot in the door. <laughs> <laughs> you are an asshole, girl. I just saw a damn um ad the other day talking about some. I'm looking for bilingual people. Ooh, <laughs> you are Espanol. Mm. Alright, so of all these talents, what made you decide, okay, I'm going to focus the majority of my energy into music? Uh my father. My father and my father's father. My father's father was in their own little group, you know what I'm saying? Something like the Temptations, cause that's what was popping like around that time. So they was doing their thing. My father started singing and he like he was getting into R and B, but he just kind of stuck into the church because that's where that's where his father stopped. Me, I do I I love you know what I'm saying singing my church music all stuff like that. But however R and B always yeah, I, like, I can't even see I, I don't even see yeah. your voice like fitting for like it, church. it don't it mm-hmm. don't like every time I've ever sang a church song it's always been awkward. But some grown lady be like. Mm-hmm. You that's that's kind of, you know, you got a little voice on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, is that a blessing or? Because like, you know, churches that they have like a, it's a, it's a certain sound that gospel music has. Right. I see, but it's it's slowly changing, and I feel like the change started in the nineties, but it's it's changing. But it's it's slowly like. Heading towards that that R and B feel, yeah, like it's like right, because it's not it's not more of who got power. It's just who can sing this melody, mm-hmm. like who who can who can do these riffs and runs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's cool because now I can sing a song in the church and won't feel awkward. But <laughs> it ain't it ain't nothing like how an R and B beat can just drop for me and I just and I just automatically just fall into it. Like I always want to want to mm-hmm. write or something to the beat because. R and B is just that thing. Oh, so so you do you write your own stuff? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a um someone write something for you or? Right, I have had someone write write something for me. However, I've I've not put it out yet. Mm. But it's not that I don't want to. It's just the fact that like I want to show people what I can do mm-hmm. first before I can be like, okay, now now write me something. Like if I have a total writer's blog and I can't do nothing at all. Please help me. I need. I need that. Mm-hmm. I need that. But if as long as my head and the wind, the wheel's still spinning, I'm going. I'm going to keep writing. Now, when when my writing start to like fall into what I like to call the the R. Kelly, Trey songs, Chris Brown thing, was like selectively just in one one type yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's that's when I'm just like, All right, I need. I need some help. Like somebody, somebody, give me your idea, and then I'm, I'll put my little spin on it. 
um, this far in your career, have you found yourself having to, having had to reinvent yourself? Yes, yes. Uh, when I first started out, it was my name was first of all my name was longer than what it was. It was actually <laughs> it was actually Ace Sage Camille, and Camille was Swahili for uh, imperfection. So it was time to say like I was the that same first age, but I was the first age of imperfection because I wanted the people to know that I was I was flawed. I do have flaws, <laughs> but I could get past them and do whatever. <laughs> but then like eventually I was like one that shit way too long. Two <laughs> don't nobody really give a fuck if I got flaws because if you make it, they gonna fuck with you regardless. Right. And then three, I started to see that my music, the sound was, it wasn't like flawed. It was, it was more, it was starting to be like perfected more. So it's like everything started to fade away and I started to hone in on just being like Ace to Sage. And then Ace and Sage was actually like two different people because in one of my songs, I'm speaking from like, from, from knowledge, like stuff that I've been through before. And it's just like, I'm just telling you my story. If you understand it, you understand it. But if the way that I say it isn't clear cut. Like everything is metaphorical. So in that point where you speaking as Sage? Right. And then Ace is just just the party girl, the person that, that everybody can relate to and I'm saying exactly what you want me to say. I'm trying to sip Hennessy, I'm trying to party, I'm trying to fuck with you, Shardy. It's just like <laughs> blatant, like straight to the point. No, no cutting to like just straight to the point. That's so funny that you say that you like you have multiple, you know, personalities within your music and you don't like Nicki Minaj. But you know I just I can't I'm I can't just get saying. I can't get, I'm I, just saying. Just because it's multiple uh, multiple personalities don't mean that our personalities don't click. Cause that that whole little shit that like you got that's, like, ah, that's romance. Do, I can't um, do it. What? I can't do it. So like, have you ever listened to like an older Nick, like older Nick stuff, like "Beat Me Up, Scotty"? That is my all-time favorite mixtape. Listen, I, being with y'all, like teal in general, when when y'all had to do Nicki Minaj, I learned every Nicki song because y'all did it repeatedly, like. <laughs> non-stop word for word energy never changed but i'm just sitting there listening like wow. what energy never changed no i'm talking about y'all energy never changed like oh. it was always hype no oh, exactly every, every song Nikki. Nikki is always hype. And, and that's why that's why i realized that i'm not really that big of a nikki fan like minus the fact of like i don't do the dances that y'all do when y'all when i'm listening to the music like it's nothing that i can really be like i i fuck with it the beats, I fuck with the beats. The beats are nice, I, but the you can't relate to. What's yeah, I can't really, and I can't relate to what Cardi's saying neither. It's just it sound like the sound to me is is better. I say I, I I can see that, but at the same time, but it's it's like I think it's funny that girls can vibe to how niggas be talking about fucking bitches da 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 da, but guys can't vibe to females talking about. Sucking dick, fucking niggas. I can't, money, I can't, I can't say, I can't say I agree with you on that because there's one person right now that's capturing male and female. Goddamn Meg. Yeah, they hate, they find any reason to hate on her right now. Like I ain't finna hate on that shit. I, I sing I, cash shit. I sing that shit religiously. <laughs> Both verses. I love Meg Thee Stallion. I, 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 I fuck with Shawty, but the her, her, her stylist. 
<laughs> needs to be fired. This is why they've been going. On, like on God, Meg Stallion just like a wrestler. Like she yeah, feel like she, she about to she like she about to go to WrestleMania. Yeah, like and it's like she just needs to be refined and polished. And once that happens, she's gonna be off the fucking chain with her little <laughs> nursery rhyme rap. You are <laughs> stupid. But I'm saying, if it ain't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. I mean, on God. If people still messing with it, like just like right, right. I mean, what what when I say nursery rhyme raps, I'm not saying that her raps are you know like rudimentary and they don't really mean anything. I'm just saying that like the the rhythm, the rhythm structure, and the syncopation yeah. of what she's saying uh-huh. it it resembles a nursery rhyme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how she raps is very nursery rhyme. Right, like you can kind of predict the like it's it's. Her and Juicy J are perfect together because they rap, they they rap just the fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> they rap just the life. That's why I fucking love me some motherfuckers. I'm sick. Like I wake up in the morning and my ass is. Someone says, put your hands on your hips. <laughs> Someone says, put your hands on your knees. Huh? Like that is my motherfucking shit. You are fucking stupid, nigga. I love you so much. Rocky, who are your biggest inspirations? Ooh, this would be interesting. Uh, I know one of my big ones is Jamie Foxx, actually. I'm a big fan Ooh, of Jamie Foxx. Underrated. Okay. Cause Huge fan of Jamie Foxx. Jamie, Jamie Foxx Fox used to hit on everything. Okay. Oh, actor. You do. Uh, I, I don't understand why he's underrated. Like, because okay. as a vocalist, Jamie Foxx is sickening. Like, oh, like point. That Comedian, actor, right, everything, write songs, writer, right, singer, like all of that joint. He can network. He can do. He can really take over if he wanted to. He just stepped back from it. Yeah, he just out here cooning right now, but it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, that that was really <laughs> really somebody okay. that that I idolized for a long time. Like I used to just sit back and like try to watch interviews on him, try to see what how what he did to make it to his point, and like. He had, when Snoop Dogg used to do his little, the weed segment shit that he did, Jamie came on there and explained how he really got on, how he went out to California and heard about all the stars that was down there, and he decided to throw a party and just invite them, oh, yeah. and, and, and try to, like, network like that, try to get his stuff booming through just a regular party, because he knew if he got the right people there, other people that, that was necessary right. was going to get how there. How the hell you get in touch with these people, like... That's oh, a I'm gonna invite da, 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 to this party, like, girl. Who do you contact? <laughs> like, it's all who you know, and and I feel like when you, just speaking from South Carolina, when you here, you got to already know somebody out there to make it, like, cause they not, don't nobody really put each other on, like, they boost who they want, they boost the people that they feel gonna boost them, mm-hmm. and and it's and it's reoccurring. It's, it's, so the the. I mean, that's that's understanding. The the benefit has to be mutual. Right. But it's terrible, though. Because you go somewhere else, you go to the A, a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of random people just get put on. Just just for the fact that, yo, your, your music sound nice. Let me let me get you in touch with somebody else right quick. And then see if they see where you can go from there. Mm-hmm. And then once they make it there, like, then somebody else that they knew gets that, gets that reach out. It's just like... The hand in hand program, like, mm-hmm. hey, I, I'm here. I need you to come with me because you've been here. So, do you have any other inspirations? Uh, my father, man, always was just, the one, the biggest thing that my dad always, always said to me that like really stuck 
was the fact that one day he just was like, listen, son, I don't care if you a bum. As long as you the best fucking bum in the streets, I'm going to be proud of you. And that shit literally took my motivation to a whole nother level to know, like, whatever I do, I can't do no wrong in my pop's eyes. Because that, that man, I am him. Like, we we both act the same. We both think the same. Like, that's that's me. And to say that, whatever I do, he'll be proud of because he, he just fucked with me in general. That shit pushed me all the way to the point where I needed to be. So you don't feel like you suffer from any lack of support? I guess not from the people that it, it comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because with my dad's support, my mom just like, ah, you know what I'm saying? You could be an artist or you can go to school and be mm-hmm. a doctor. Like mm-hmm. It's like she want me to take the quote unquote safe route, the go to go to go to school, get Your a degree, right? Go to school, get get a degree, and when you get that good job, then maybe we can talk about you spending but some money on on your music. That's not how it works in today's age. And and you try to explain that to the people that are older to you, but they don't believe it because it's that it's that mentality. Like I'm your mother, I've been through it, and this is where I am, so I know best. But you don't live. You're not living in the now. I am. I got to be brought up in this. You set in stone. Whatever you're doing now, you that's what you're going to do until the day that you, you drop. Because that's where you set yourself. Me, I still got time to develop. And developing, our world is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. The world itself constantly changes. But it's now it's like more rapid. Like things are happening left and right. It's, it's a new change every fucking day. And that's something that she don't see, but I got to live through. Right, that's what they don't understand. Like people understand, you have to keep up. With, the world is always changing. Like people always complain, like, oh, well, back then we do this, do that. The we yeah. back then, right. like we now, right. back then, right? Yeah, like time back then, you weren't trying to go get yours. Like you settle for a, a small, quaint life. I want to go out there and get mine. I know that shit gonna break my heart. I'm gonna go get it though. Oh God! Back then, you could have leave your door open. Everything was fine. Leave your door open now. Right? You think you can come home to a damn a, a nice house? Everything's locked. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, boom. Should be locked the fuck down. So, are there any upcoming projects that you have coming out? I do. I actually have one that I dropped recently. It was with me and my fellow bro Draco, uh, GNO Girls Night Out. That is actually out. It's fairly new. And I'm actually working on a new song right now. I don't got a name for it. But the graphic is kind of hitting on being in the system and, and what really goes wrong in the system. Like, mm-hmm. if you if if I grow up in a neighborhood that's telling me to be all about school, but when I walk my block, everybody got a gun, eventually I'm going to fall into that. Once I fall into that, I might run into somebody that try to take my life. And now I want a better life, but I'm so stuck in the system. Instead of getting a better life, the right way, I think about, well, what can I do to make this easy money? Now I'm in a trap. Now I'm kicking in doors. Nothing comes from nothing comes good from that. It's just momentarily. That's that shit. Just like in the moment, you getting everything you need. Once that moment go, twelve kicking that door, they got the handcuffs on you. You right back to square one. You. You it's in insightful. the system, mm-hmm. and that's basically the the moral of the new song that I'm trying to make right now. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. 
I'm trying to be deep out here. I'm trying, I'm trying to bring out some right, substance. I'm trying to bring out some substance. I ain't been invited to no studio and nothing to hit no yeah. vocals. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm real picky in the studio. Not person-wise, but like how I sound. Like Delay, Delay got ran through about for a whole month before I was just like, you know what, fuck it. Like y'all, y'all do what y'all want to do with it now. Cause once I hear it, I always think it's something I can do better. Like I, I'm not, I'm not accepting that. Mm-hmm. I'm not accepting that one take shit when people are like, oh, dude, bro, that was perfect. I don't believe in that. Like mm-hmm. no, run it, run it again. Cause I know it's something that I messed up on, and I'm gonna fix that. And then once I get that, once we do vocals, all right. I mean, uh, do ad libs. All right, this ad libs sound good, but what if I change up the melody? Let's 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 play around with it some more. It's it's just like. I'm that picky to the point where I don't want to like have nobody sitting in there in the session with me, and they're just like, "All right, nigga, like we just waiting for the song to be done." I'm like, no, but that's 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 not how it works. It and it's never that. And people who say, "Y'all, no, I ran through that shit one time, nine times out of ten, that shit garbage." I said that's just like with dancing. Like you can you can learn this choreo like right then and there, but it's not gonna look right right then and there. Like, you may say, like, oh, yeah, it's good. Like, I learned it. Because I used to do that shit all the time. Like, learn it one time. Be like, oh, yeah, girl, I got it. It's right here in my head. Like, I got it. Like, <laughs> I know I'm that girl. I was like, <laughs> like, so I know I got it. But in reality, like, girl, no, you look a mess. You need to go and actually practice it and run it up more than once. Alright, y'all boy. Um, moving into the second section here of me against the world we're just gonna dive into pride a little bit um what is you guys' definition of you know having pride i don't know i guess like just for me it's like high self-esteem basically pretty much believing in myself and anything i said in my mind i'm doing at the moment yeah, that's the great because I, 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 I that was great. <laughs> I was I was thinking I was like really I can't even define pride without using pride. So I don't yeah, but that was great. That's yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, I I would say it's the is being happy in in something that you've done like happy in an accomplishment. Okay, so um, the literal definition of um, pride is to take pleasure or satisfaction from having your own achievements or, um, yeah. Do you feel as though pride being based on your achievements is a weak foundation? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but are we not supposed to take pride in these achievements? Yeah, but I feel as though you don't need an achievement to have, take pride in. Yeah. Like, or to be prideful, you don't need an achievement. Right, cause child, I feel like that shit'll be hurtful. Cause like, what if I ain't really get no achievements? Like, damn, like. Or maybe just achievement to you. Like, I bought a car, I got a job, I got a new house. Like, but I'm, but in terms of like being gay, like I don't think being gay is like an achievement. So mm-hmm. I should. They said that kind of pride. That's next week. That's part two, you guys. (laughs) Well, segue, segue, segue for next week. But yeah, that's why. That's why I feel as though you don't really need an achievement to be prideful. Okay, so what's the difference between having pride and having dignity? (laughs) (laughs) It's like dignity is like because okay, uh, the literal definition of dignity is like. 
having high quality of one's own expressions or one's own opinion. Okay, so what's look up integrity? Um, I, well, if you if that's a definition, I feel like pride. Since pride pride is like having pleasure and achievement, dignity. You can have dignity and still take an L. That's that's what I feel like. That's mm-hmm. that's where like. You can you can just be like okay I'm just gonna be dignified about me taking that L. So no matter what you do to me, you're not gonna knock me down on my sort of saying right. Like he said, like you get a car and you take pride in, in the fact that you got a car, but now once you get another car, it's just like okay now I got another car and shit. Cause like pride can be gained and lost if it becomes repetitive. Mm-hmm. Dignity you can you can have dignity in the, in the same thing and it'll never change. Like it's just it's just what it is. Okay, so let's just make a retraction statement here, you guys. I misquoted. Um, the next section is actually about pride having two meanings. Both of the definitions that I just gave you guys were the, the double sword uh, definitions for pride. The actual definition for dignity is being worthy of respect. <coughs> right. <coughs> yeah. So I feel like dignity, you know, is more so... Feeling like I'm a good person or I deserve good things to happen to me. Not like, you know, it necessarily has to happen to me. But if it does happen to, happen to me, I'm I'm worthy of it happening to me. Well, pride is more so like it's going to happen to me. It better happen to me and it will happen to me. Hmm. But now that I've given you guys both the definitions of um, pride, let's just talk about it here. It can go two ways. It can be positive in the fact that you're proud of, like we talked about, you, you're proud of your achievements and mm-hmm. what you've accomplished. And then it can go the other way where... It's arrogant. It's arrogance at its finest. <laughs> but you take it as high self-esteem. Arrogance can lead you to a downfall, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that's the real reason how people can lose track or lose sight of, of a lot of shit from just being arrogant. Pride is one of the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So that is crazy. The seven daily sins are just like the most plainest sins, and like <laughs> people really only focus on homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, eat too much, you going to hell. Like, <laughs> yeah. like if you want to be real, like, oh god. So you know, with it being a double-edged sword, how do you find the middle ground between being too arrogant and just being? A proud of what you've done or proud of your achievements i feel like you can be proud of your achievements without constantly like let your work speak for yourself like you don't have to constantly bring it up or shove it in people's face all the time like okay we get it and what's next <laughs> you can still be proud of holding yourself without taking somebody else down right exactly. so basically <laughs> you got to have the you got to be humble in, in a sense, you have mm-hmm. to have the ability to be humble, to take pride in what you do, but not like really throw it at people. And humility is a virtue. Damn, nigga, you just took the word out of my motherfucking mouth. Like, damn, I can't even respond to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Drop gotcha. smack. <laughs> Whatever, nigga. Um, do you feel like pride is here to serve us or trap us? Both. Mm. I, I, I feel like. I feel like having pride can be kind of like um, 
it can be like a self motivational thing like I'm proud of what I've done I want to keep doing what I'm done so like you know that pride keeps you driven you know what I mean <clears throat> like your pride can drive your work or you can be so like so you saying pride and determination are synonymous in a way it can be yeah because if you're prideful in what you do you're going to be determined to do it I can see okay, that. Okay, sure, man. I, I can see that. That's right. a good goal, Okay. I'm just saying. Right. Anytime you take pride in your work, man, you gotta do that shit. But I feel like, you know what I'm saying, and that go back to that whole dignity saying, if you feel like, you know what I'm saying, that bitch you say you is, I ain't got to keep telling you I'm that bitch. I exactly. can just show you I'm that bitch without right. having to dim your light. Like, Alright, y'all, before we round out this episode, I'm just gonna ask you guys um, one more question. Um, do you feel as though showing too much pride is almost putting on to be without fault? Because I know, and you said earlier that um, you had what was it imperfection in your name to show that you were with flaw. Mm-hmm. I felt yeah. I felt like the more the more pride I took in my music, the less I felt I felt of it being flawed. It wasn't like I'm. It's perfect. But it ain't as flawed as when I started it, so it, it kind of can like lead to like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm on that route to be being a, a solid ass nigga, like. <laughs> and I feel you in that sense, but could it also make you weak in another sense? Because it's almost like, in your mind, you're you're telling yourself like, you know, I'm improving, I'm getting better. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that you aren't, but I'm getting better and. You know, I am getting it together. Ain't no more flaws and shit. Like, are you yourself being your own hindrance? Oh, yeah. Well, personally, that's why I feel like, even though I did have pride in my music, I never solidified it as perfect. I was always nitpicky about everything because I know one thing I always tell myself is that it's always something that you can do better. Like, even though you think it's your best, Mm -hmm. your best can always be improved. So... Yeah, that's that's where I stand with that. And I feel like, hey, even when a lot of times with this, like with the final product, or like with once we listen to the episode, once it comes, I'm like, damn, I could have said something funnier right there. Okay. Damn, that shit could have been a little bit smoother. Like I could have brought that in a little better. Like even if somebody like, oh shit, y'all kill that motherfucking episode, I'm not satisfied because I want more for myself, and I don't think that's having too much pride. It's just honestly like I'm worthy. Of more, and I know I can give y'all worthy of more from me. Uh, people, I feel like people wouldn't. People on the outside don't understand that only because they don't they don't see it how you see it. Like they only want to see you in the in the above. They never they never really look at the process mm-hmm. that it took to get there. They just seen the outcome. So all they know is the outcome. Right. You know where you started from, how it's improved. And what you can still do better on. You know what? And that, and we, we just had this conversation the other day because, like, me and Quiz are talking about, like, being stagnant and shit. And I was just like, nigga, you can't feel like we ain't doing shit. Like, when we first started this podcast shit, we was doing that shit on some bullshit-ass Mike Quiz got with his little, like, camera equipment that was just also <laughs> bullshit. And, <laughs> Don't come my shit home. <laughs> and my fucking iPhone recorder, like. Right, quarter on the damn. What was the little voice memo? <laughs> voice had a little mic set up to um, to iPhone, recorded on voice memo. 
transferring that shit to a Dropbox, transferring uh, to a uh, Google Drive, <laughs> transferring shit from the Google Drive to the computer, edit it, then put it back out. Oh shit, before you can even edit, you gotta try that bitch to iTunes, because then you gotta convert it from whatever form it came into to a goddamn MP3. Okay. Then you gotta get the music on there. <laughs> Niggas gonna see that on sound. Niggas don't even understand. Like, well, it take like this episode already maybe an hour and thirty minutes. That's like a seven hour cut though. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to listen to it yeah. and cut it and you got to cone that bitch not minute by minute. You have to cone that motherfucker second by motherfucking second. Like three minutes, three seconds matters. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what separates success from failure because to be successful you got to be able to say like okay i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna do this shit like i want this shit to come out right and i'm gonna do this shit the people who be like all right man it's too much that's they they automatically fail themselves and if you gotta make it ain't no spot for weakness bro i feel as though there is no such thing as like a a failure Uh, the only failure that you can Someone can ever really experience is like quitting and giving up. That's what it is. Unless you're quitting and giving up is justified in something else. However, um, I, I just feel as though failures always aren't, you know, like, oh, shit, I took an L. They can always be like a learning lesson. Like, okay, that didn't work. I know that didn't work. So, obviously, there's something else that will. You know what I mean? Like, there could be 99 people in a room. But all you need is one to tell you yes. Okay, none of y'all got that reference. But <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I feel like that shit would have been hard if I knew exactly where that came from. I feel like I heard it. You gotta tag that. Regardless of how much pride you got, you can't expect to get to the top without falling. Exactly. Like, that is inevitable. I think people are scared to fall. And that's when. You don't have enough, and that's not having enough pride in yourself. Like that, not, not even enough. That's having too much because you got too much. You just like I can't portray that I'm gonna fail, that I have these faults, that I have these flaws. So I refuse to do what I want to do, take that risk. And that's why a lot of people that say they want to do something, I can't listen to it because if you're not talking to me about the risk that you're gonna take, I don't hear it. Because we we ain't doing shit without risk. Like at this point, where we are with this. It's just money coming in. It costs us money to put this shit out every month. It costs us money to get the motherfucking equipment. It costs us money to get the fucking merch. Like, this whole thing is money out, money out, money out. But if you don't believe it's going to pay off, then what's the point? Because anybody else going to do that shit for you. Okay. I had to realize that with music because, like we was talking about in the, in the, in the break, 833 was a motherfucking risk. That that shit was like very much so trial and error. Everything was free. Everything was like handed out to us. People wanted to work with us, so it re- we wasn't really obligated to work hard because everything was just right in our grasp. Mm-hmm. That That's shit, what I love about being an undergrad. Like. Right. That shit. That shit. Like even though it was good for networking, that shit really put us in a place that we did not need to be because mm-hmm. we really thought like yo. We the next, we the next B2K. Like we finna, we finna go blow up, and like that shit crumbles so quick. Mm-hmm. And then now, making the music that I've made, and like I, I stumbled. Mike actually had one of the songs that we recorded, and I went back and listened to it. From back then to now, 
to where like I'm I'm paying for good quality stuff. I'm actually like putting more effort into it because it's coming out of my pocket mm-hmm. now. From where I can just be like, yeah, I just wrote this out the blue and then we just finna go over there and record it. It sounds different. Like the the so, the confidence is different. So since you since you started recording, you said you started recording like um, your freshman year in college, correct? So like, what is your your catalog like now? Like, do you still have all those old songs that you oh, still yeah. recorded? Has it like what? How big is your catalog? This is what I'm saying. Is it's a lot of songs, a lot of songs that that I recorded back then that I just hold on to, and sometimes I, me and all my boys will listen to them to like reflect and laugh at them. Mm-hmm. But then when I listen to them for myself, it's just a, it really humbles me to 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 see where I came from. Shaky voice, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Alice be all over the place. Ain't mm-hmm. nothing really harmonized. It just it just kind of sound good together. To really paying attention to everything I'm saying, down to how I say it, the volume I say it, you know what I'm saying? If I need to sing this high, if I need to sing this low, if I need to take this out completely, if I just don't need to say it at all, it just became more complex because mm-hmm. now I'm not just looking at it as, I'm going to make this music and people know me so they're going to fuck right. with it. Mm-hmm. It's more like, okay, I know the people who already fuck with me, but I need to, I need to get a little bit past y'all. Like, who, who else can right. I reach out to to exactly. get to get to my shit? You ever go back and like just like want to take one and just like perfect it and like do it now? Like I did. You? That's what party is. Uh, girls, uh, girls night out was a song that I did. It was regularly called party, and I did it by myself. Everything was mixed and mastered by myself. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. I thought it was on point. Like seventy, seventy six people listened to it. I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? That's that's trash, but you know, I, but it sounds <laughs> it sound good, and I like completely took it off of SoundCloud, and I got the same beat, but I redid it. Like I I took my time with the vocals. I pick and choose when I went, uh, what stuff I wanted to put in it, which like was the auto tune and like giving it more of a of a trap vibe than just like me being an R and B singer, because mm-hmm. that's what that's what. It, I had to stray away from like I didn't want to just be R and B. I wanted to like I wanted to reach out to other people because you don't want to feel like you just in a box. Right, like I don't want people to just be like, oh yeah, he an R and B singer, but like I can listen to this trap music. I want to be like, oh no, like he he makes some trap shit too. You know what I'm saying? He he, he kind of hitting on that shit. I I'm not expecting to be the best at it, but I'm I'm trying to catch every eye that I can. And then once that stuff starts to build and people starts to like really foam around me. Then I can really hit on what I'm really good at, and what I'm really good at was what delay was. It was like a kind of neo soul type vibe. Mm-hmm. Those, that's like what I what I really have a lot of confidence in. Real R and B, right? Because like people people who will listen to your song, and once they listen to it and they fuck with it, they will try to find something else that you in. So what I was trying to do was put everything that I possibly could in a line for for people to just see and from there whatever they start from they had they gonna go and pick at other things and eventually it's gonna come back to the very first song i dropped which was my neo soul song which is the song that got the most views which was delay mm-hmm. but everything i put out after delay was to hit on every other person the trap mm-hmm. artist the the the, the, the range. right yeah like it's the it's the people who who feel depressed you know what i'm saying it's just hitting on everybody that i possibly can any any type of voice 
that right and it's 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 hard because it's really hard to like it's really hard to get people ear when you're not that strong in that in that type of music Mm -hmm. like trap music is definitely hard for me lived around it wasn't in it can't really talk Mm -hmm. much about it because i didn't do it like Mm -hmm. My my biggest got it out the mud was I, I graduated high school. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really I ain't really had no big big problems. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that I can like really say that catch somebody's attention it was like yeah no I had some guns pointing on me but that was like that's it like everything else drugs money it really wasn't a thing I didn't have to look in that direction. So you turned to the um, emotional like love and stuff. Right. R and B. <laughs> but um, but I feel as though that's, that's that's very interesting to say that because I feel like the way that they are classifying artists now is very weird. Like it is um, very. <laughs> but I do I do like the fact that they classify Lil Nas X as alternative because his sound is very different. It's, it's, it, it's you can't really put it in a in a box. You know what I mean? And I feel like there's a lot of artists that should be classified as classified as um, alternative because it doesn't really fit R&B or right. it doesn't really fit rap or hip hop. I be going on Apple Music and I love R&B. So when I go to the R&B section, I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Right. Like, or the R&B radio. It's like... Everybody fucking whispering shit. Right. right. Or there's barely any... Like, I'm just like, no, I can't do this. Or so, maybe, maybe like, R&B is just like, right, like, what black. the hell? I feel like that's literally what, what, what it is. R&B, black. It's not even that, because you got some white R&B artists, too, but it's just the flow of the music. Bring back JoJo. Right, like, the flow, the beat, like. No, Everybody can't be sizzling. We got one of them. We oh my gosh, yes. Everybody's going to this watery music. Shout out to Gerald. He always called it that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, everybody is doing that. Her. Mm-hmm. I say Ella May. Like everybody is whispering. Right. <laughs> Ella May kind of on the verge of it, but she got a different sound. But, so she kind of, she can mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Right. I oh, hope she okay. don't disappoint because that, that album was. Yeah. The album was great to me. That's, that's, that's a hard, <laughs> ooh, that's a lot of pride right there. When your first album hit the way it do, and your second album don't, right? Like you gotta bite the bullet. Like you her, gotta. her album that that one that she put out, it didn't it didn't hit for me like that. That joint, it had one good song that I really like. Was like, okay, you did your thing. Ooh, was Ella? that? Yeah, no, What's her. Oh, her. Was her. uh was uh the one with Bryson Tiller. Yeah, we that's the only one. one. That's the only one that everybody really talked about. Nobody else really mm-hmm. talks about any other song because it it didn't hit like when she first came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Them right. songs was like. It's just, but on I, just, point. I, just, I don't understand when R and B. Like switch, yeah, switch from <laughs> being pure vocals to yeah. just making noise. When people stop putting their hand up, when people stop doing that, that's that's where it ended, bro. It's because that that was when you know they felt that when they stuck their hand out and reached out <laughs> and started singing. You know, you know that they, they felt that song. 
Now it's just like, like it's just sitting there. You just yeah. sitting there. You can sit there, look in the camera, and you are R and B artist. But it's like when you think of R and B back in the day, like you just you think, had things like Monica, Brandy, right? Uh, Casey and JoJo. You had JoJo. You had them. You had you had people that was singing, right? Singing. That's what it is. Singing. Like people trying to do. Like I don't know. I. I don't want to call it singing. I don't know what the fuck it is. And it's more beats than anything. Like, bitches, R&B, slow this bitch down for one. Give me a nice, smooth beat. Ooh, not right. yeah. 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 It's fucking Ty Dolla Sign coming up with the hardest shit. Like, that, that okay. Ty, Ty okay. is underrated. I love Ty. That goddamn number. Ty Dolla Sign is underrated. Because that man, that what's, man what's, is what's a What's number? How number go? Baby, always stay it. Oh, yeah. Right, it's just like I would really, I wouldn't even really classify him as like an uh, a rap artist. Like I wouldn't even really classify him as an R and B artist. It's just it's, right, but it's like it's horse horses in the stable stay on pe- on repeat. On oh, guys, top down signs that nigga. His finance. <laughs> All right, release. <laughs> Yeah, he did. He did. See, I do not support drugs. Okay. <laughs> I am not. I was, oh, come on, Electra Evangelista. I, I mean, with the jail not too long ago, they having a federal amount of um, cocaine. Yeah, yeah, he got a lot too. Hell yeah. Yeah, nigga, play with the news heavy now. That's crazy. Mm. But it's just that's crazy, like how common it is. Right out there, yeah. In the big, in, in the, the big yeah, league, in the right? big way. It's it's easy to come by. They like, damn, weed ain't enough. What she is? That was shit. Stressful <laughs> shit. I ain't know. I ain't fucking with that shit. Uh-uh. Oh, God. Yeah, but but. alright, y'all, boy. That's pretty much the end of episode 22, Meet Against the World. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Juice Boulevard and on Twitter at The Highway Pod. Um, like I told you guys earlier in the episode, this is a two-part episode, so part two, um, Pride. Will be about gay pride just to uh, round off the month, even though it will come in July. So, as always, it's your favorite player, Lex Two O's. See y'all next week. It's Fifty Shades of Gay, <laughs> and it's your new favorite cross dresser, the overall fever. I'm so sorry, we, uh, Rocky. We are so glad to have had you come to the studio <laughs> today. Oh, it's been a wonderful experience. Yes, I learned some new stuff after that. I didn't know. All right. We hope you enjoyed your okay. time here and. Come see us again. Oh, yeah. See y'all boy next week. Mm-hmm. 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 Don't you hear the bass bitch? Gonna ape shit.